Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm Sarah Chilcott. And I'm James McMillan. And today we have joining us here in our studio, Jim McMillan. Woo! Former Disneyland cast member twice. Yeah. And also our father. Just happens to be our dad. Welcome yeah. to the show, Dad. How's it going? Thanks. It's going good. Good. This is, uh, this is an honor. Thank I you. I mean, it does me good well, to be here. You being our dad is an honor, so yeah, that works. I can't imagine a better first guest to the show than Yes, you. that's right. That's yeah. like in real time occurring to me. This is our fifth episode, right? Fifth episode, first guest. First guest. And Jimbo. Why did we choose to have Jim McMillan on our show this week in particular? Because it will air on the same week that Disneyland turns 65, and this is also Jim's 65th year on this planet. Yes. His birthday was back in May, and we went on an epic family vacation with, how many of us were there? Like 21, Dad, do you know? maybe? There was a good 20, yeah, 22, 23, yeah. Something like that. 50? Yeah. I don't know. There a were lot. a lot. We 20 stayed, plus, I think. Yeah. yeah, we stayed down in Anaheim for four or five, five days, I think, and mm-hmm. uh, shared a big Airbnb house, and uh, it was awesome. With live, live, laughed, love. What, oh what yeah! Was the sign? There were like weird cardboard <laughs> cutout decorations all over the house. It was so cheesy. Oh my god! Um, that whole house could be its own episode. We could talk crap Dude. about that house for hours. Why and all the I cardboard? Have. I what's, don't know. Hey, what's with the cardboard? What's with the cardboard? Yeah, like maybe just get a, a picture at Pier 1 Imports, move on. Just leave the wall blank. Or leave the wall for blank. For God's sake. Yeah. They had like uh, die cut cardboard cutouts of the words in the hallway. It said, live, love, laughed. Laughed. L-A-U-G-H-T. Yeah. Not E-D. <laughs> not E-D. Not past tense of no. laugh. Laughed. Left. We think maybe it said laughter and it broke off and they just didn't do it correctly and left it as live, love, Oh, see, laughed. I never heard that theory. That makes more sense now. It's funny. You're giving think... them too much credit because we know that's not why. <laughs> there were also broken doorknobs and just filth and it was everywhere. Like, it was like medieval themed too. Remember that? <laughs> I do. Like freaking cardboard <laughs> cutouts of like swords crossing. And what, what about the day we left and you guys stayed late, later than we yeah. did, but... <laughs> We had to clean out the fridge and all the extra uh-huh. stuff. Yeah. And the landlord said, I'll just leave it for the next person. Yep. What? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, any oh, yeah. any food, make sure you leave it for someone to be able to eat it. We're like, <laughs> for the next person was. or for us? Ooh. Or I mean, for you. But there's meatloaf. Yeah. And Hi, we stranger. Have some milk. Yeah. Uh, is this just how they make up the cost of their Airbnb? Right. They lower the price and then take all your leftovers so weird (laughs) but what a neat place i mean oh i know you you get an uber you call Mm -hmm. five minutes you're in the car and exactly you're at 10 minutes later you're you're walking in oh it was perfect it was excellent it was trip of a lifetime for sure and we just missed the pandemic just and if we had gone when we originally planned in may we would have missed it entirely Oh, that's so right. So we went at the end of January. Holy crap. And I think it was like maybe three days before we were heading down there, we heard about mm-hmm. the coronavirus. coronavirus. But in but China. it was in China. And we right. were like, oh, well, that's crazy. We should probably get some extra hand sanitizer. And remember, it was the Chinese did. New <laughs> Year. <laughs> it was yes, the, it was the, the Lunar th- New Year. All themed out at Disneyland. Yep. And it was like, wow, this is so... How how weird that it's all happening and we're down here and then it. But it was, felt like someone else's problem. Well, it was absolutely. It yeah. wasn't happening to no. us. No, not not here <laughs> in America. Not no Don't no crazy. not at Disneyland. <laughs> we didn't even know that there was a possibility we'd be wearing masks into the grocery store and. Oh my god! Yeah, I know it's pretty crazy. Well, for the audience listening, we want to be very clear that it's not just our dad on the show. Right. Our dad is special to us, but. Everyone's got a dad. We don't want to bore you with just some guy on the show. The reason he's special is because he, like you mentioned, former cast member two separate times yep. in two separate eras, mm-hmm. late 70s, the first one. Is that right? Mid then? 70s. Mid 70s. Yeah. And then what was the second? Mid to late 80s. Mid to late 80s. Yeah. And so we have a whole bunch of questions that we'd like to ask. We need to get down oh to the nitty gritty of the who needs, Jim Macmillan is and what, is what Disneyland means to him. But before that, this just in (laughs) i can't see the board so you're gonna have to do the whole thing uh weather report 
and it is 74 and no i messed it up wait is that right yeah it is no it's 74 and cloudy oh 74 and cloudy in not disneyland and it is 82 degrees and sunny at disneyland and even though you will all be listening to this a little later it is currently the opening day of downtown disney that's right. People are oh. cruising around. Right and Disney now. World opened yesterday. Opens oh. on Saturday. Awesome. Oh, was it just a soft opening? Yeah, I think they've got a uh, cast member cast or like special people. Gotcha. Man, what I wouldn't give to be a special person. I know you are. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Sarah, you kind of are special. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thanks. You know. Okay, we are back with Jim McMillan, former cast member of Disneyland. Father, a.k.a. Jim. Yes. Tell us about the both times you worked for Disney. We already mentioned that you worked in the mid-70s and then later in the late 80s. Is that what you said? Yes. Yes. So, now that we know when, the real question I've always wanted to know for you is why did you return for Disney the second time? You know, because you were a younger man the first go around. Mm-hmm. What, what happened in between and why did you come back? That's a good question. I always wanted to go back. I actually never wanted to leave. Mm. However, Fair they. <laughs> so you can't make a lot of money working for Disneyland unless you get it in, up into management and full time. Yes. So when I was there in the 70s, I was in college. Made sense. So early 20s-ish? Yeah, I, I started there when I was, uh, well. It, Weren't you 17? I was 18. So. Oh. That's graduated right. high school, and then That's next it. September, my buddy and I, Jerry, we went up to Disneyland, 20 minutes away from our house. So we just drove up and got applications, and for some reason, Jerry never got a call back. I did. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> no way! <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. Rub but, it in um, his face, stupid Jerry. So I went back and did the interview, and you know they always say, so what do you want to do here? Yeah. Well, I wanted to <laughs> run a ride. Then I was corrected. They're not rides. They're attractions, they're right? Attractions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, that didn't happen, so I got into foods, food service, which my very first time was a, a busboy in a little restaurant right outside the Mad Hatter on Main Street. Mm-hmm. It's gone now. It's now a, it's some kind of a souvenir shop. I think it was Hills Brothers way back when. So is Mad Hatter now next to... Mad Hatter the- is the one that you come out of Lincoln. Yeah. When you exit Lincoln, and it's right there on the right side as you walk out. Is there a Mad Hatter still on on Main Street? Yeah. yeah. Oh, because one right of my where we were standing when we got our Rise of the Resistance. One of my thinking passes. the little shop in between like Toad's Wild Ride and the teacups. That is also a Mad Hatter. The, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's another. There's a third one too over by Splash Mountain. Oh, okay. This explains my Mad Hatter fever yeah. dreams right. that I have. So I worked there for <laughs> a couple of weeks. And that was September, October, and then nothing for a while because, you know, school's back in session. Yep. Not much going on for a brand-new, casual, seasonal dude, right? So that Christmas, I was given the opportunity to start at the Plaza Pavilion. Mm. So that Christmas, for during the whole Christmas season, I worked there as a busboy. And not to interrupt you, but yeah. you've mentioned the Plaza and Jolly Holiday have been switched. Is that Jol- Okay, so there's the Plaza Inn. That's on the east side of Main Street. Plaza yes. Pavilion is now Jolly Holiday. Copy that. Right. That's what it is. Plaza Pavilion went away some time ago. Yeah. Plaza Makes- Inn's still there with the killer fried chicken. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Too, simply yes. too many names for sure. Plaza in the beginning. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's Good why job, it's Jolly Holiday now. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I worked there okay. for uh, 73, 74, 75, 76, and somewhere around 75-ish, I was offered to become a cook, train mm-hmm. train to be a cook, at the Tahitian Terrace, which doesn't mm-hmm. exist either. And now it's something else. But that was a pretty cool deal. So we were all cooking whatever it was. And you could see the show, the, the tiki dancers, the yeah. hula dancers, the flame <sighs> twirler guys, while you're cooking. And I mean, why would you not just want to stay there? Yeah. Because totally. I couldn't afford it. Yeah. <laughs> so right. to get back to your question, why I went back in the 80s, because I always wanted to be there. And right. so I, I thought, well, okay, I can't go back and and do this kind of work at that kind of pay. So let's see what we can do. So I, I checked with the, uh, the... The employee. The, yeah, the employee. Yeah. yeah. So uh, personnel. Recruiters. Yeah, yeah, they call it something. Casting. Everything something. Disneyland has a different name. Yeah. yeah. So I went there and, and interviewed, and she said, well, you know, we do have... You'd have to still start 
you know, kind of at the bottom again, but we do have a management trainee program, which every six months they choose, I think it was two people to become, to get into this program to become a manager. Mm. At that point, then that's, I could stay. That's right. Because right? yeah, yeah. I could make Those some money. Cool. And, yeah. Because you guys were little bitty things. I think, James, you were three years old when I went back. Wow. Wow. So trip. I needed to support a family. So I, I did that. I didn't get into that program, which is fine. Uh, they made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, since we're talking about that. CEO. So here's, here's yes. how you get into that program. First off, you apply, right, in writing. And then you have to go meet with all of the theme park operation managers, which means the top dog in... Adventureland, right. Top Dog and Tomorrow, and so on. And there were six of them at the time, different lands, mm. Main Street and so on. So you go and just kind of have a cup of coffee with these guys and just kind of chat. Yeah. You know, very casual. Then the next thing you know, you're either selected for the interview interview or you're not. And I was. So that's right. Somewhere along the way, I get a, a call that, hey, your interview is next whatever at what time at the Disney University, Disneyland University. So... That's in the administration building. I don't even know if it's there anymore. It's, but it's in the park. It's in the park. You oh. know where when you take the train and you go through the Grand Canyon diorama and yep. all that? Mm-hmm. So you're basically going through that building. Okay. Right. So it's the same place wardrobe and costuming is. So I get there for my interview, and I, I remember going in and seeing the receptionist, and she says, okay, just be a couple minutes. They're, they're getting ready for you. They, meaning all six of these dudes again. Sheesh. Right, and I'm in a coat and tie because that's, that's what you do when you're a manager. You yeah, wear yeah. a coat and tie. That's right. Line. So she says, "Oh, come on in." And I walk in, and I'm like, "I'd been in this room because we had a lot of training, you know, through the years there." But so I walk in, and there's these six guys all dressed like Disney managers mm-hmm. in a semicircle, oh. and my chair is right God. here, <laughs> looking at them, and I'm about ready to die, yeah. smiling. Right, and so it went on for an hour interviewing Jeez. it was again very casual almost a cup of coffee kind of thing just feeling me out yeah you know they selected other people which was fine as it turns out i'm glad i'm doing what i'm doing yeah yeah and yeah. you know but mostly because um no offense anaheim people but i would never live down there again yeah i know you're you're pretty happy i'll go here. to disneyland today yeah but i oregon Cat's out of the bag, right? It suits you. Yes, yeah, it yes. Is. we fine. let the cat out <laughs> yeah. by, well, by accident. Our little <laughs> town of Forest Grove is pretty beautiful. Yeah, yeah. and I wouldn't really trade is. that for anything. Yeah. yeah. For those listening, we don't live in Forest Grove, so you still don't know where we live. Ooh, that's right. True. That's right. I do. Yes. Well, I very. I guess I don't really remember you working at Disneyland because I was. You were little too. I was little. Yeah. yeah. But um, if he was three, I was six. Yep. But I do remember that we got in free. On occasion, yes. quite a bit, yeah. And quite a bit. Um, I think I, I started out my love for Disney with um, I was really spoiled being able to just occasionally be woken up on a Wednesday morning mm-hmm. and be told, mm-hmm. "Hey, guess what, guys? You're not park. going to school today. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to Disneyland." Yeah. Oh and we God. would go, and there would be no one there, so we could just run on and off of rides and. Or sorry, attractions. I'm I do it all the time. Sitting here with a former <laughs> cast member, I'm no, so easy. embarrassed. They're not employees, and they're not rides. <laughs> no, <okay>? no. <laughs> what did I say the other day? I called them engineers. Yes, yeah, and yeah, I heard we just that. Punched you right in the face. And then remember, I have to. <laughs> yes, that's right. Did you, did you flog yourself? Yeah. Lanyard self-flagellation. <laughs> self-flagellation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> well, question for you, Dad. The yeah. second time around, how long did you? How long was that? duration three years oh 86 87 wow 88 so that's pre splash mountain splash mountains 89 yes mm-hmm. i think it wow. may have been under construction when i was there the first time you were there is pre fantasy land remodel i do believe am i right on that uh they've redone Rush. it a couple of times i think 83 was one of them seven i don't know i think um, I, I, I might be right on that I feel like the park's changing constantly, so it'd be really hard to keep track of that. Yeah. But But think about when he was there the first and even the second time, Mm -hmm. there's no DCA. Mm -hmm. No. DCA was a parking lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, what a different place. Oh, Anaheim itself is different. The last time prior to when we all went a few months ago was 20 years ago that we went. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You, Emily, Haley, 
and we took the Amtrak train right. and we went down to Disneyland. Crazy. And we got to the parking lot that didn't exist because California Adventure was under construction. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, we wondered what what the status of DCA was yeah. when we were down there. They had that big old merry-go, not merry-go, the Ferris, Ferris wheel, wheel looking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could see that. But it, so that was like June of that year, and I don't think it opened till the end of the year or so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Okay, Dad. So yes. we just were talking about getting in for free mm-hmm. because you know. We had you, but do you have any recollection of what a daily ticket cost back in the 70s and then again mm. in the 80s? Not really. No? It didn't really matter, right? I, no. I mean, a free. couple of bucks, I, I suppose. And, you know, way back it was the ticket, t- A, B, C, D, E tickets. Right? Yes. Yeah. And so you, you could pay just an admission to walk in, but you couldn't necessarily get on any attractions. Okay. So you had to, they, right. they had ticket booths like you do at a fair now. You go buy the little token mm-hmm. things to go on a ride. They had those. Yeah, they had those little things. Like by um, Storybook Canal. Yeah, a bunch of those mm-hmm. are still there. They're still there, okay. yeah. They're just not yeah. being used as a ticket booth, but yeah, they still kiosks. look like a little yeah. ticket booth. Yeah, right. That's great. I happen to remember a story that I've heard you tell before, and I know that you've even written about it. Mm-hmm. Being a cast member for that many years and kind of all over the park – I'm sure you have seen your fair share of unusual guests. <laughs> celebrities um, even. Celebrities even. You might say that. You have any any stories about that? I just <laughs> might have something. <laughs> well, the first one and not the the obvious one you're Right. going Hee-hee. for. <laughs> um I was working in in the Mad Hatter and I was a hat writer at the time before they just do these automatic machines oh now yes so we'll get to that yeah we'll get back that so um it was a busy day long lines of people coming through and buying hats and handing your credit card and you're you know you're supposed to make eye contact and Mm -hmm. i kind of did but this was one of those days where you're just your head's down and you're just cranking out the cash register right and this guy hands me a credit card and i I look at it and go oh i look up and it Sure enough, it's Donald Sutherland no and way. his family. I have never heard I've this. I've never heard this story either. Really? Yeah. How have I never heard this? I don't know. I'm well, this is perfect. This. Wow. Donald Stinkin' Sutherland. <laughs> it, so this is your second stint there or first? Uh, second. This was in the 80s. Okay, yeah. so you said Donald wow. Sutherland and family. Was Kiefer with him? I don't think so. Okay. No. Kiefer would have been a like a 10-year-old or something then. Or uh, maybe a teenager. Yeah, I think he's a little well, older than me, so he's uh, probably kind of stand about by 15, era. Yeah. 20-ish. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Another time, same kind of thing. I look up, and there's John Candy pushing a stroller with his family. Crazy. Right, right in front of the Mad oh, Hatter. Oh, man. Now, back then, because now they have, like, Philander. He's, he's a guy we follow on Instagram. Philander is one of the VIP tour guides. Right. You know, the guys that wear those flannel vests. Mm-hmm. Not flannel. Or plaid. Plaid. Yeah. I always do that. <laughs> I know. That'd flannel be a very plaid. Different... Plaid is flannel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A flannel vest would be much hotter in yes. 90 degree. <laughs> Somehow much less usable. Yes. Right. That'd be more uh, Oregon vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, now the, if, you know, Johnny Depp goes to the park, they get him in through the back end. He's, you know, right on the ride, and they, they protect him. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a there's a YouTube video of Jack Black going to Disneyland. Yeah. And it's the, it's a whole thing. They got to orchestrate this. How was it back then? Well, okay, so that, what Sarah's getting at here it was this one. <laughs> Speaking of yes. coming in through the back door. <laughs> cut that. <laughs> I didn't even think you meant it like that. I, I did. Oh, you did? No. <laughs> she just went. <laughs> oh, maybe you want to leave that in there because that's pretty damn funny. Yeah. So anyway, oh Deanna, um, oh boy, <laughs> yeah. I'll let you decide, Deanna. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Come on in. Um, okay. So anyway. Michael Jackson yes. would always come to the park with his mask on, which would fit in perfectly today. That's right. Because he was afraid of catching stuff, and yeah. he would be in a wheelchair most of the time, being pushed by his bodyguards and Weird. and escorts. He always had to check in with security ahead of time to make sure it's cool. And they usually had some plainclothes people cruising around around him. Well, this one day, I'm going to say it's a November night, mm. kind of a slow day, slow night. I'm in the office on Main Street behind... Uh, I guess it was behind the camera shop. Mm -hmm. Anyway, wherever our office was. And somebody said that Michael Jackson was just in 
the magic shop where I worked. And he wanted one of those big old glow-in-the-dark skulls because mm-hmm. he collects glow-in-the-dark. As, <laughs> as a Michael Jackson would. You know. Yeah. So we didn't have any, but we had them in the warehouse out back. So the deal was, okay, I'm coming back at 9 o'clock. I'm going to get my skull. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, <laughs> those that were in the magic shop came into the office and was telling us about it, that at 9 o'clock, he's coming back. Yeah. And so everyone was like, wow, Mike, right? <laughs> so the deal was... There would be one ring, and the phone would hang up, and that means Michael is in the magic shop. So right at nine o'clock, the phone rings, hangs up, and I think there were three or four of us in there. Three of them took off and went around this way, coming around by the Mad Hatter, coming back down the main street, and I went right around the corner and went right through tobacco, which is now something else. Yeah, and there's Mike right there, right three feet from me, walking by. I stop. I look at him and I said, oh you having a good day? He goes, you know, in Michael voice, yeah, yeah. you too? I go, yeah. And I said, I, I'm i not going to keep you. I know you got things yeah. to do. Have a good day. And that was Skulls it. That was to buy. And- that was, that's right. I got bones to buy. And that was my seven seconds seven with Mike. Seven. And I wrote it in the Disneyland line. I think it's called their, their newspaper. Yep. For former um, cast members. But I remember him. He was wearing like the, a Dodger satin jacket. Oh. Probably blue jeans. Cool. Had a baseball cap, and he had uh, mutton chops, like not real, but oh, you know, makeup. Oh, he was in disguise. He was yeah, in yeah. disguise, and wow. he was with. And I never really, I don't remember who it was, but they, the guys that I were working with, they said he was with one of the guys from Stand by Me. Oh, so it was probably one of the older kids, like the Kiefer Sutherland age guys, mm-hmm. but I don't. Oh, it good. wasn't him. But I mean, he was obviously in poor enough of disguise that you knew who it was. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that was Mike. Well, how funny wow. that he was wearing like fake facial hair and everything too. I bet him being as eccentric as he was, yeah. he Probably loved nothing more. Oh, and so right. the, the key here is he did not tell security. He, oh, he and his buddy he came sh- in oh, in wow. disguise. <laughs> right? That's nuts. And then later that evening, he came back to the clock shop across the street. Oh, which yes, isn't there? And he bought a, a Mickey Mouse watch. And tell tell the story about that with your the friend. Well, yeah, one of the cast members. He didn't want to whip out his credit card again for whatever reason. So one of the cast members took his card and bought it for him mm-hmm. with his card. And guess what happened to the cast member? He got fired for that. Yeah. See, that sucks. So you can't do that. If Michael but, Jackson comes up to you and he's like, hey, I don't want to use my card. Yeah. Right. Can you do this for me? I'd be like, yeah, of course, sir, <laughs> Michael Jackson. I know. No, I'll get fired. Right. I know. <laughs> I'm not no. saying no to MJ, the king of pop. No, right. I'm making especially a, back then, man. A Disney magic. That, no, that was happened. like uh, oh height of the fame. Oh, what do you? What, I can't even think of those songs, but I mean, Billy Jean, Beat It, Thriller, yeah, all Beat that. It. That Yo, was then yeah. Thriller, all that stuff. Oh, he was the king of the world. Yeah. Wow. So that was my seven seconds with Mike. That's awesome. Where can people find that? That little essay. I have it at home framed, mm-hmm. which I need to send to the Disneyland Alumni Club, which I've been a part of since the '80s. Yes, but it was published in it, the newsletter. It, it was, yeah. So I don't know where you could. I mean, it's not a public thing, so I have it. Yeah, Look, we'll, we'll do home. some research. Maybe we can put it in the show notes from mm-hmm. Danik and Lincoln or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, do you remember any attractions uh, coming to fruition while you were actually yes a cast member? Yes. Yes. I was able to go on star tours. I before that. the oh, before man. the building was even completed. They had the simulators. In the back there. Which must have been a wild ride back then. Like that, it was. Yeah. yeah, I mean, think about it. It's, it's nothing compared to today's technology, but back then it was pretty cool. Oh, heck yeah. But I remember being able to go in it. I mean, it, there was no building around it. It was just a simulator. Oh, it's so nice. And you could wow. watch this thing going crazy from the outside, <laughs> and it was neat. That's yeah. nuts. That's so cool. Wow. So you got, to, you got to actually ride that before it was yeah. an attraction in the park. Yeah. You lucky That's duck. so cool. Yeah. That is so cool. Anything yeah. else that you can think of? Um, not... No, attractions? I don't think so. That were no nothing. You remember coming? Yeah, while you were there. Yeah. I know it's probably tough to remember those kind of details, especially when I mean you're you're working, you're in the day to day activities of working a job. Yeah, it's not like you have to roam around. And, I mean, there were a lot of parades that were different. You know, yeah. that would come and go through the years, and that was now, fun. Disneyland is known for being, you know, it's a show, right? Yeah. Walt Disney always said we're we're making a movie every day. That's right. why they're called cast members. That's, That's right. why it's called backstage. It's yep. not employee area. It's backstage. Yep. And when you come back out, you're on stage. You're on now. stage. 
And one of the things that we all know is that you'll never see a cast member that works in Frontierland walk through Fantasyland. Right. You'll never see it. Not in their costume. Not in their costume. That's right. It's not a uniform. It's costume. Right. Now, did they... Was the rules that strict back then? It was, to a point. The standards. I mean, you wouldn't take your break if you were in an Adventureland costume. You wouldn't go over to Fantasyland for lunch. Sure. Right? But sure. if you're working in Bear Country, or whatever it's called today, Critter, Critter Country, Country yeah. you got to get there somehow, right? So you're going to have to walk through the main street, mm-hmm. and you have to walk through Adventureland or Frontierland. Because hmm. um, you don't really see that now. I don't think you do. I think everybody has to go well, behind there a, the scenes Well, the thing is, there, there are tunnels in Disneyland... Not too many. I've I, heard so many I can imagine. versions of the tunnel story. Can you verify any tunnels? Yeah. Let's, let's hear it. What do we got? Well. What do we got? The ones I am aware of is Tomorrowland, for sure. So, you know the stage that comes up out of the ground? Yes. And goes down yep. with the band playing? Yep. Mm-hmm. You can go down. If you're on the stage, you go down. Anyway, there's tunnels below there, and there's... That's there's, that's across from, like, the submarine? Yeah. Or? Okay. Right there. Yeah. And, and it, it'll go... Um, whatever direction, but it goes under Space Mountain, comes out on the backside of Whoa. Space Mountain. Oh, Quite so now you're, yeah. so now you're like on the backside of Main Street at the end, kind of. But the tunnel goes all the way out to yeah, Space. yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I know. Wow. Went all the way over to um, where the locker rooms were. Actually, mm-hmm. we all had lockers, and that was mm. kind of neat. Get there, and every day you'd go to the wardrobe and get your costume for whatever wherever you were working, and then you go back to your locker and change and you'd always have that same stinky smell black <laughs> shoes I can only imagine. and especially when i was like much younger yeah did i remember to bring socks every day of course not i don't believe so no well, yeah, i man. had socks because i learned that i just leave something there so at least i have dirty socks yeah but they would stand up by themselves after a while oh i can only imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Anaheim oh. heat. i know yeah. Oh, and then there's uh, so going down Main Street, uh, at least on the west yes, side by the Jungle Cruise side, backstage there's a little road that could take you all the way around behind Splash Mountain, all that. There are some uh, exterior elevators that go down to basements for storage, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're really tunnel tunnels. Mm-hmm. I always heard rumor of a, an underground situation being under New Orleans Square. There is. There is. There is. So, so there's tunnels down there, and, and there's a cast member restaurant down there. I think they called it. Wow. What? Oh yeah. So I think it was called the Pit. But that. Are maybe, you are you messing with me right now? I'm not messing with you. This is like my wow. Okay. Oh yeah. We gotta look this up. Uh, the Pit. I, want in. I don't think it's called the Pit. Somebody can fix me on that. But uh, that's what we called it anyway. That's what I'm calling. Because it. it's, <laughs> it's the Pit, man. Yeah, and you you get down there, and, and uh, then of course we had the other in-between restaurant which was the cast member the in-between i-n-n mm-hmm. oh the and, in and that between. first in-between and still is is at the studios in burbank oh wow that was mm. the the oh cool the studio i love this kind of crap yeah so cool yeah yeah well i got another question for you yes I'm papa I've never called you Papa before. I've never Just said did. yes to you. Papa is our grandfather that recently passed away. So cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe he can answer this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. So you have a very specifically cool year that you were born. 1955, as we mentioned earlier, just happens to be yeah. the year that the park opened. Right. Now... You grew up in Southern California. You're born in 1955. It's all too perfect. Now, did you remember growing up going to Disneyland as a kid? Yes. And do you have any special memories you can share <laughs> with us then? Well, so as a little kid, I can remember, I must have been five. I remember coming home. We lived in Bay Shores at the time. And I remember playing with my Tinkerbell <laughs> oh, yes. wand. And it may have been my sister's, but I'm pretty sure it was mine because my sister would have been like 11 and she's not going to be doing Tinkerbell wands. But I was. Yeah. Glow-in-the-dark Tinkerbell wand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You've, you've talked about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. But uh, no, I, I I don't really have any specific memories. I just remember younger. But the park was so different. I mean, do it you know so maybe how old you were the first time you went? Any guess? Probably about then. Five-ish. Five-ish. Probably. I mean, and then we went, look up the park in 1960. Yeah. Then we went right. a few times after that, but... Really, it wasn't until I was old enough to get myself there. Yeah. And Mom and I went on a date there. Right. Uh, we saw the Beach Boys play there once. 
No kidding. Yeah, isn't that cool? That's where where so are they of cool. play? At the Tomorrowland stage, which apparently isn't there anymore either. Mm. I think that's where Star... One of those, Space maybe Mountain the... Ish. No? Okay. I don't know where it was. Back in that corner. The, yeah, somewhere in That big rocket used to be, or I yeah. guess it is now. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Sarah, you got a question? Yeah. So besides your brushes with fame with uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson and Donald Sutherland, do you have any overwhelmingly positive guest interactions I do. Guests that aren't necessarily famous, and we like to call those magic moments. I'm not sure this is a magic moment, but <laughs> you'll dig this one. So I was at the Plaza Pavilion. I was a busboy at the time in this. So the neat thing about Disneyland is Everything. people from everywhere, every part of the planet, yeah. mm-hmm. different languages, yeah. some you can understand. Yeah. This little boy, he must have been four or five, came up to me dancing, like holding himself. He had to pee like a racehorse. Right. <laughs> and in some broken language, he was asking me where the restroom but was. But you understood that language. I understood. Yeah. Right. And so I pointed over there, just like that. Yeah. Because that's where it was. Yeah. The restroom was over there around that, behind yeah. that tree. Right. Not 60 seconds later, that little boy is peeing <laughs> behind the tree. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing so your pointing was broken language to him yes so i don't yeah. know and who knows where he's from maybe he's like oh cool we pee in trees where we <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so i don't know that's i'm from awesome. mumbai we all pee outside so yeah exactly <clears throat> right. but yeah other oh, than that great. i mean there lots of really i mean nobody goes to disneyland mad no it's, everybody's happy I every know. now and then you get a you used to get some cranky kids and some parents get out of hand because the kids are cranky <laughs> but for the most part everybody's having a good time it's what it's we've talked about this before i've heard other disney fans discuss this and you and i have even talked about this the best thing for me about disneyland is that it makes everyone on their best behavior but not in a artificial fake way right it's it really does bring out the best in everyone yeah. You know, like you open door for people. You mm-hmm. you say thank you and you smile. It's, Rough, tough, grizzly tattoo. just doesn't work, man. Bikers are, are pushing strollers. Everyone becomes a kid. Yep. I know. You see little little girls with princess ears on, and then uh-huh. you look over, and there's a, a grown man, like myself, <laughs> with no kids and uh-huh. big ears. And oh, or a, a goofy hat with the yeah. big old ears drank oh, it's hanging down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know. It's, it's a special place, and I think for that reason... That's why it's my favorite place on yeah. earth. So we've talked all basically about Disneyland because that's where you worked. Mm-hmm. But you had never seen California Adventure until we just went. Right. Um, what did you think of that? I loved it. Yeah. It was so oh, good. that's good to hear. Oh, it, it was not Disneyland, but it no. was completely Disney. Yes. And I, I can't wait to go back. I oh. knew I mean, you'd like it the, was, like, downtown. Oh, it was so oh, good. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, one night, you guys, we were when we were all there, you guys went yeah. ch- chasing some attraction. Yep. And Mom and I sat on a bench right there across from that, you know, that animation place where we went mm-hmm. in and we drew Mickey Mouse yep. and all that? We were just watching the world go by for a half hour, a cup of coffee, and just, it couldn't be a better. I think I know the answer to this. Is that is that probably your favorite thing to do at Disneyland? Absolutely. Yeah. I thought so. Going on attractions it's, is good. It's, it's fun. You know, Pirates of the Caribbean, of all that kind of Getting the themed theme. out yeah, stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. But people watching, there's yeah. no better place. Just being at. in the moment, feeling yeah. like this is a, a real yeah. town. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, that part of DCA specifically, like I like Pixar Pier. I think it's great. But it's, we've talked about this before. It's a little carnival county fair vibe for me. Yeah. Especially that area where you're right. throwing a baseball at a, a stuffed animal or whatever. <laughs> it's that's less just quaint. like yeah, it's less quaint. Yeah. It, you it can get that like, at the Washington County Fairgrounds. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. But Buena Vista Street and that whole area, it just feels like old Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of uh, historic California. Me too. So yeah, they they said that they built that park for the locals. That was the the idea. Mm. And I think they achieved that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's it's a beautiful park. I went on the, the credit coaster. I think yes. I, I can't believe you, you did. I can't believe it either. I can't either. And I don't oh have to do God. that again. I. You'll never do it again. It wasn't even on my bucket list, but <laughs> I ain't going on that again. I was you gonna. You seem to be having so much fun. Except for the time that. when you're upside down for 20 minutes. <laughs> That's not fun. You know what, though, Dad? You got off, and you, you weren't like, nope, no way, never again. You just looked at me and go, I think I'm good. <laughs> you said, I, that yeah. was intense. That was intense. It was. You walked up to Mom, and you're like, 
nope, don't need to do that again. And, and I, mom, please don't do that. Or, no, she not mom. Not you didn't it. call her mom. That'd be real weird. <laughs> Sue, please don't do that. Oh, yeah. she wouldn't. There's no way. No. I mean, you and mom just blew me away with how many rides you guys went on. Mom, we didn't go went on rides. <sighs> See, I did it. Again. <laughs> Pin lanyard, get it. <laughs> He's flogging himself. <laughs> Sorry, Walter. <laughs> okay, I won't correct you on that again. <laughs> Attractions. Maybe I, I was will. I was surprised and impressed with how many attractions yeah. you guys went. We did mom. Thunder Mountain. Well, mom, she space. Was not, she doesn't do that stuff. No, she does now. She does now, man. As soon as that place is opened up, and yeah, oh, we're going back. Yeah, yeah. What do you oh, think yeah. of Soren? Soren was the greatest <sighs> thing on the planet ever. Ever was it? It's was it, it was Cal- world. It was world. Yeah. Okay, because they do a Soren over California. Yes, it is. I heard they might be bringing good. that back. Anybody I think they just occasionally do bring it back because when we were there last summer, it was California. It was there. Yeah. yeah, I think okay. it's better personally. The California, I think so. Isn't that the one where you fly over orange groves and they yep. spray yep. mist of orange? Yes, yeah. But either way, they all end over Main Street, right? Yep. Yeah. So either way, you oh, you end God. sobbing and going. <laughs> so do you guys ever remember? There, I'm here. Did you ever? Thing. Did you guys ever go on the? Uh, I forget who sponsored it, but the Circle Vision. Movie thing? No, I didn't. I don't I don't remember it, but I feel like we had to. It was have gone uh, to about some. America. I just watched the Imagineering documentary so many times. I know everything. I about mean, it, that's but... something they should bring back for just for me. Yeah. I mean, you walk in well, there. They technology had technology that was invented. That's what I love about so Disneyland. Cool. It's like NASA. They just invent. <laughs> they just. It's like NASA, but fun. I know. Without uh, you know, killing you in space. Well, because because you say that end, the the Soren thing ends over Main Street. And, mm-hmm. That's how this whole thing was, was just beautiful, the whole thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you could turn around and you're, you, you didn't have seats. You had to stand. There were railings to hold on to because you'd get dizzy because they were flying airplanes and going down but to Niagara Falls. it didn't Falls. move, right? I it was definitely just, went on it, it was, at some point when I was a kid because yeah. that just brought me back. No, they just it was a 360-degree room, and they had projectors shooting across in every direction. And their camera is, was that. Mm. It had camera going every which way. It was. Mm-hmm. I have a very important question. While we're on the topic of attractions. James is raising his hand. Yes, James. Hi, James. What is your favorite attraction, Jim McMillan? Probably the horses down Main Street. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, You know? Well, let's let's, let's inspire you. Fantasyland? Pirates? Pirates of the Caribbean. High five. High five. That's ultimately my favorite ride, too. Uh, That's Haunted Mansion, which was bummer. It was close when we were there. Tomorrowland stuff... Not so much anymore. Right. It, it's ready for a change, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard your guys' podcast a couple days ago. Yeah. I think I listened to it yesterday. Did you agree with our autopia? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Let's let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's I think a, the autopia is debate. glorious for for kids. Not so much for That's adults. What says. But remember, when it first started, there was no track. You just got in this car and you... <laughs> yes. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. I mean, they had traffic yeah. jams. They had traffic jams. That's, so, is that an original attraction? Um, pretty close. No. Pretty close. Says no. But I would agree with get away with the gasoline engine thing. Get rid of it. Yeah. Go electric. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you on that. But I, I um, did hear somebody was talking about the people mover. Mm-hmm. So here's my idea yes. on the Ooh, people mover. You let's keep that track elevated, doing absolutely nothing right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you get different people mover cars so nobody's going to jump out and sue disneyland right, right. so you can't get out exactly. really that not was a kind cage of a big problem with it wasn't yeah. It? yeah not a cage but something cool and have it actually follow the same track but almost enclosed where you're going like in the train where you go through the grand canyon diorama yes. right that's what the people mover does now now it goes through stuff oh and a maybe, history maybe, of the park or something or the history of america oh you know, oh and, my God, or or whatever, yeah. And it, it could be just like that Circle Vision film, Ooh. you know, where you're just cruising through this tunnel Ooh. of of glorious. Right? Yeah, that would be okay, awesome. So I love help that. Help me remember the People Mover because I was little when it went away. Didn't it go through a tunnel that kind of had pictures and uh, video? It, it went or something? on on the backside of which was the Circle Vision building. So it it did go through kind of a tunnel. Yeah, I think it went by. Didn't it go by the? It had the model the 
miniature model of the city. Maybe. Like Epcot or something. I, it's been what so I long remember now. it was like that scene in Willy Wonka where they're in the boat and it's like, <laughs> just complete chaos. That's what I remember. And I think I'm yeah. definitely remembering yeah. it wrong. So it's those little golf cart looking things? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh-huh. But because I'm looking at a picture right now and it looks like it's going. That's obviously Tomorrowland, but where does that end up? The Goodyear, would that be where Autopia is now? Look at that picture, sir. Uh, no. So this here is but the Star it, Wars launch bay. Get an aerial straight view. Straight ahead. Oh. So it comes back towards the castle, and then it goes through Star Tours. Okay. So when, you go, when you're standing in line for Star Tours, you can actually look up and see the track. It's right. still running through there. I will never personally be standing in line for Star Tours ever again. The last times I've ever been on it as an adult, it's made me so sick. Oh, me sick too. I'm done. I'm just... Yeah, I'm, no. I'm pretty good with Star if Tours. If I need a done. 3D space ride, I'm going to head over to Galaxy's right. Edge and go on... Well, I imagine drunk. that's on their yeah. hit list to, to <laughs> renovate it or people replace love it, it. And I support that people love it. I have a weak stomach, apparently. Yeah. Do you have any advice to anyone that wants to become a cast member, Dad? Anyone out there that's, this is, you know, their dream, or maybe they just want to give it a shot? Give it a shot. Just go do it. Shot. Yeah. Go do it. I mean, it's been a long time since I was one, but... Life is short, right? Life's Check short. Work at Disneyland. Yeah. This is something I've been wanting to ask you, if you guys don't mind. Here's an important question. Mm-hmm. What is one or a few things that you've taken from working at Disneyland with you in your life? Like other professions? Being Customer father? service. Really? Well, guest service, right? I mean, my parents always said, you know, the, the customer is always right. Yeah. And that's so true, wherever you are. But it was really reinforced at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. It's so true. You know? And, and it's authentic. It's authentic. You know, the whole, I don't know what it is now. I noticed when we were there, the cast members were very polite and very, I was very pleased. I, You know, I'd heard that things had changed a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it softened at all. Um, we had a, a grooming policy back in the day where we couldn't have our hair over our ears or below our collar. And, I mean, your supervisor would come up and say, hey, you take care of that, right? Yeah. And it was okay because, again, it was a show. It's- they still have a grooming policy that could surprise you. You can't have artificial nail color. So for women, you can't have, like, blue. Uh-huh. Really? And really look at it. It's true. Huh. Your piercings have to be... It says something vague. It's like societal norm. It's very old timey. Yeah. You yeah. can't show tattoos. Uh-huh. So they have to, if you yep. have a tattoo, you have to have long sleeve. I worked with a girl that had a tattoo right here on her hand. Mm. And she worked in the hat shop. And wow. she had to put a Band-Aid on. There you go. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. I mean, it's just I'm a little okay heart thing. But you're, yeah. you're, you're there well, to do a performance. You're, you're Main Street, USA. That's right. 1890, turn of the century. Exactly. Right. You didn't see ladies tattooed. No. Good point. That's right. You know, the world's different. But the world's different. When right. you're in a show, I mean, you're just like show. in a movie, you wouldn't do a, a, a turn of the century movie right. and have a lip ring and blue a, hair. Exactly. And, yeah. So <laughs> right. that's what it is. Exactly. You know, time and place. Yeah. The customer service thing at Disneyland, it blows me away every time I'm there. I mean, it's just the small things. If you're taking, if you're like this one time I was taking a video of Main Street and a cast member was... Oh, it was someone was just sweeping and I was trying to get an angle. I wanted him in the shot. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't care. Yeah. He purposely stepped out, smiled uh-huh. and came back in. You know, and it's like just the, they they're there to make your day better. And it's also why would you become an employee at Disneyland, a, a, an official cast member if you don't want to do this thing? Right. If you don't want to be a part of the magic. Right. Yes. Right. You could work anywhere else, mm-hmm. you know? And let's face it, not all of the tasks they're doing is super glamorous You're, you could still yeah. be flipping burgers yeah. right you could still be make frying a donut you even run into the custodians changing out the toilet paper in exactly. the bathrooms and they're still wonderful they're drawing little mickeys right. on the ground yeah oh yeah it's great so we have talked about your time at disneyland and how it's kind of made it a special place for us too and i know that you have uh, a whole group of people who you also interact with all the time on Facebook mm-hmm. um, because you have a Facebook page and this is your time to plug it if you'd <laughs> like to. Yeah. So like I said earlier, I'm, I'm part of the Disneyland Alumni Club, but on Facebook I've got F- Disneyland former cast members. Mm-hmm. 
So I started that just to kind of connect with old, you know, old friends and cast members that have worked there in the past. Then I opened that up to like you guys because right. I thought, well, wait a minute. You guys are as much a cast member as any cast member without right. being an employee, sure. right? Sure. So now I've got 500 people in this group. That's so cool. And most of them are cast members. And we trade just what we're doing here. Yep. Yes. We trade stories. Um, you guys know the, the Main Street black and white pen and ink thing I have mm-hmm. at home uh-huh. framed sure forever? Do. Yes. Well, it's done by a guy named Ray Haller who worked with me. Well, I didn't really work with him, but we worked on Main Street at the same time. Yes. A couple of months ago, I tried to hunt him down, find out his story. Yeah. You know? What's he's up? Yeah, and up now with? he's a Facebook friend and email friend, and um, I told him about the thing I have, and I get stuff all the time from him now. That's so from, cool. And he's he still works there. No way. 40, oh I think, God. 41 or 42 years. I think he's still on Main Street. Wow. So get this. When we were all there, yes. we went into Lincoln. We got to tell this story. Yeah. We were in Lincoln. We were all coming out of Lincoln. I, I was with you, Dad. I know you were. Mm-hmm. And so we mind. come out, and <laughs> as you walk out, there's the Mad Hatter right there on the right. And it was a pretty quiet time, right? Yep. There was only like one or two guests in there. So yeah. I walked in, and I was looking at the, the hat writing machines, and they're all 2020 computerized. Robots, come yeah. on, man. Right. And so I asked a lady that was working there, I said, when did you guys change these? And she said, oh, it's been a couple of years now. And she looked up at me, and she goes, Jim? Now, I left there in 1988. I almost passed out. That's, I almost lost my mind. Doing the math, that's like 32 she years. She just looked, Jim? And, and she goes, what? And I, and what are you I, doing and, here? And yeah. Her name is uh, Colleen, I think. Co- something like I, that. I forget now. But yeah. I recognized her, but not really. I was how, a, did she, how did she know it was you? I was a legend. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure you were. <laughs> Maybe she saw my picture in the post office recently or something. I don't know. But that was cool. So anyway, this guy, Ray Haller, mm-hmm. the artist guy, he said, uh, you know, Colleen still works here, if that's her name. And I said, yeah, I know. I ran into her. So we been talking about that and it's yeah what a trip they've both been there 40 something years that's amazing i know that's insane he's like my age and he's we got to track these people down well if you want of knowledge get you information you should get them on the phone to do an interview with them totally heck yeah i don't know how you do that i mean if we just had a couple minutes of their time i know i mean the wealth of knowledge yeah think about all those all the times we've been there as guests and all the interactions and, and things we've learned from being there and the things we've seen. Imagine mm-hmm. being there four or five days a week. Mm-hmm. Even if you work part-time and you're there twice a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. Oh, we had a good time. I mean. So cool. We, we, when I was there in the 70s, I, we had uh, football teams, flag football teams. And we would play the Plaza Inn and Coke Corner and different. And we would meet at Loera High School at like 6.30 in the morning. Because some people had to start work at 8 or 8.30 because right. the park opened. But we... We did that. We played football. We had uh, some softball teams. And, of course, the canoe races. I was just going to say canoe. Oh, those were glorious. Yeah. Those canoes are so heavy. What time did you guys have to do those? Like Early, before the park opened. In the morning? Yeah, probably six-ish. Yeah. And did you do, like, practices, and then you had an annual uh-huh. canoe race? Yeah. So yeah. fun. And they so still cool. do that, but don't it, they? It, it wasn't yeah, a race do. against another boat. It was a race against the clock. The time. You uh-huh. tried to do the best and time. And back then, nobody could beat the lifeguards at the hotel. Because they were lifeguards the yeah. and they were strong. Right. <laughs> but it didn't matter. We had great T-shirts that said ISFGTBA on the front of it. And ISFGTBA. What? I'll tell you, off record. Oh. Oh, no. I know exactly what it, it, it was, stands it was for. A, it was a canoe with all the characters in it. And on the bow of the canoe, it said ISFGTBA. I don't know what that stands for. Oh, I, do I'm you want dumb. me to say it? I'll, say, I'll bleep it. Yeah, yeah. It's so Gorge. great to be alive. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, early morning stuff was neat. You know what's really cool is when you are when you get there really early, like five in the morning, yeah. which didn't happen very often. But you see the landscapers just done, oh, picking man. up, hosing down Main Street. I'd love to see that. Picking the dead flowers. And, yeah. You know, these guys, when the park closes, they go to work. They go to work. It's crazy. They power wash the streets. I they... mean, you don't see anybody out there picking no. weeds in the middle of the day. No. There are a few things I love more than walking into a freshly clean park oh, in the morning God. when the ground is still just a little bit wet, steaming. sort of steaming. Yes. Uh-huh. Everything's just fresh. It looks like it was just freshly painted. Yep. Some of it was. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. 
Ashley, you had a question? Something I always wonder about cast members and former cast members is does the experience of having worked there does it change how you experience the park? I mean, obviously the answer is yes. I'm somebody that doesn't really like to know how the sausage is made. It kind of ruins the magic for me. Right. Mm-hmm. She says it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, I would love to be there every day and I would love to get paid to be there, but I wouldn't be able to enjoy it, I don't think. But there I'm sure that there's also ways that it makes it so much better. Like you know mm. all these different elements that go into it that you wouldn't know if you were just walking in as an attendee, a guest. Yeah. Right. Um, how does that change your experience? Because you had been there before, but you were very little, and then you worked there, and then you didn't, and then you worked there, and then you didn't. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know that it really changes much for me. I'm, I'm that weirdo that still sees the magic. Even though you saw how the sausage was made, you, you still... And I know behind the curtain there's dirty dishes right. and people smoking cigarettes right. and you know stuff yeah but i i don't care yeah i i just i uh, think that's a testament to the power of disney magic i think the, that you're probably not alone in that either i think that there's a lot of cast members who feel that same way which is why they're still there right i mean i know one person who's a former cast member and he just never really got it he never really i mean he mm. likes Disneyland fine, but as far as I know, he's has no interest in ever going back. Right. It was just a job. It was just a job. He yeah. was in college. Yeah. It was a good time, but he's not he's not completely sucked in the way that we are. Mm. I think that if you go in with the mentality that you are joining the magic, maybe it it sticks better. And if you go in like, oh, I'm going to work, it's it's gonna be maybe with not that. yeah, it's just yeah. gonna be a job. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Good question. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we are ready to give our weekly media recommendations. A.K.A. Disney Magic Pick of the Week. Which feels silly for me this week because for the first time, my pick is not Disney. But it inspires Disney Magic. Not even really. Really? Uh, let me just tell you why I picked it. Okay. So my pick is the new Babysitter's Club on Netflix. Wow. I know. So I grew up reading those books. I was obsessed with those books. Does that have anything to do with the movie? Uh, there was a movie. It has nothing to do with this, the books? Uh, with Elizabeth Shue? Is that what am I thinking of? The Babysitter's? <laughs> You're thinking no, of Adventures yeah. in Babysitting. <laughs> which was one of my favorite movies growing up, but not related totally at Totally different thing. No. Copy that. Sorry yeah. to ruin your story. Go no, ahead. You're good. So I Don't grew up like reading the, the books, and my daughter never she's just not much of a reader so she never read them but we saw that it was on netflix and i was like kate you should try and she's like mom seriously and it's rated pg no i think it's rated g it's tvg and she kind of gave me a look like i'm not a baby i don't want to watch this and i said just give it a shot and i think five minutes in we were both smiling it was the most wonderful innocent but still relevant. They had totally updated it so that it was it was a new recent version of the Babysitter's Club, but kept it nice and innocent. Like these girls were real 12-year-old girls. It was wonderful. It's awesome. And I it's just so rare. Did they get that right? All the yeah. shows that are targeted to preteens have bratty girls who are dressed like adults. And I don't, I'm not talking about like revealing clothes. I mean, they're dressed like, first of all, they're all dressed like they're super rich. Right. They have many layers on. I don't know what it is about all the shows, but they're always wearing 12 shirts on top of each other with a vest and a jacket and yeah, what's carrying a purse. And you're like, my 12 year old wears jeans and a t shirt. Hmm. What is that all about? But anyway, I love this show. I only watched the first one and a half episodes and then fell sound asleep on the couch. But, I recommend it, especially for anyone who read the books as a kid or has a kid who would be interested. Love it. Cool. Love it, love it. Okay. My Disney Magic pick of the week is a YouTuber and a YouTube channel Mm. called Alex the Historian. Dad, you'd dig this guy. He actually just moved to Portland, oddly enough. Let's find him. Yeah, he's a... Orange County guy, I think his entire life lived down there. And just recently, I think within like the past month, I noticed that he moved up here. So 
We're going to have to get at him. Cool. But yeah, Alex the Historian, former cast member, former VIP tour guide. So he knows his stuff. Uh-huh. You've probably seen him. He wears like a like a adventure hat, like an Indiana Jones style hat. Okay. And, you know, a little like adventure vest. And he yeah. goes around the park and does these really, really well thought out and well informed history mini documentaries basically about the park mm-hmm. and all things Disney. So one of them that I really liked was who who was Walt Disney? It's I think it's like a two part series. And he just dives into the personality of this guy and you know, that he was a family man and a father and just a, a little kid at heart and a dreamer. It's some deep dive stuff, like a history of pirates. And and it comes from the perspective of a person. It's not just some boring documentary you watch on TV. And he's in the park while he's telling you about not it? Or always, not always. Not always. It's sometimes just B footage, either yeah. stuff he did or he has people that does it for him, especially now that he moved. I think it's going to be more of that kind of stuff. Yes. But anyway, it's, it's really well-informed good disney content so sounds great go check it out i'll check it out alex the historian all right jim dad got your pick jim dad i do ah so 1966 is probably one of the last films that disney did while walt was alive mm. follow me boys so it's got fred mcmurray who is my dad? Who's basically. totally? I mean, yes, he just, and he was in a lot of those movies. He, was he in, looks so, yeah. just like your dad. He really too. does. Mm-hmm. And shockingly, and so. Kurt Russell, who mm-hmm. was probably twelve years old at yep. the time, he was Whitey, and a lady that I don't know if you remember the older lady. I forget her name in the, but it was Lillian Gish. That's her real name. Lillian Gish goes back to the early days of movies. Yeah. Oh wow! Um, I didn't realize was, that was her. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and it's it's neat. It's kind of set in probably 1910-ish, some little town. Maybe it was like Walt Disney's old town. I don't know. It's based that long ago? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, but it goes through time. So it starts off where Mm. Fred McMurray, he he plays, uh, I want to think it's a saxophone. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's saxophone. And he's on a bus with his band, and he's going to a gig across the state or whatever, and he pulls into a town. They, they go to get uh, some supplies or something, and he goes into a general store, and he ends up, there was a for sale sign on the That's window, right. mm. and he said, this is where I want to be. I want I want this little place. I yeah. want to live here. So he told the, the, the band, go on without me. See ya. And he ends up staying there and becoming the, the Boy totally Scout that Scout Master. Yeah. And it goes through the years from there all the way up to where Whitey, Kurt Russell, goes into the Army. Mm. And then goes on even after that. So I think it actually goes probably all the way up into the late 40s or 50s. Is it supposed to be California? Uh, it sure looked like it. Sure looks like yeah, it. Yeah. I, I don't know that it ever said. But it's um, very uh, Boy Scout heavy, Boy Scout friendly. Very. Yeah. Yeah. And back I mean, when the Scouts were like just mm, Oh, perfect. I was 11 years old. That's how old you are when you become a Boy Scout. That's right. And so it was all good for me. Yeah. It was just I was a boy scout. I watch it now. I have two copies, and I don't know why I have two copies, but I do. Because <laughs> you do. Because you love them. Much. I guess so. Hang one on the wall. In case you lose something. one. Right. So that's my pick of the week. Awesome. Disney Magic. Disney pick Magic of pick of the week. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. Yes. Uh, it feels very strange to talk to you so formally, Dad. Dad. <laughs> but uh, seriously, thank you for being our first guest. Yeah, man. Uh, right. Kind of broke the seal really now. Fun. I feel like we can do this. Oh, we can, we can do it. We can have other guests. Oh, totally. Yeah. But it was really nice to hear. There were some stories in there I've never heard before. I know. I got it was more. exciting. <laughs> yeah. The, the have me back for episode exactly. Episode seven, Jim MacMillan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not him again. No, we'll, we'll have a, a check back in with you every once in a while. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks well, again, man. Cool. Thanks for fun. having me on. You can find us on Instagram at Disney Dependent. And if you wanted to give us some ideas for the show or just say hello, send us an email at DisneyDependent at gmail.com. And we really appreciate your support. We have a tip jar on our anchor site. You can find that by going to Instagram. It's in our profile. And please tell a friend, another Disney-obsessed friend about our show. And uh, reach out to us. We love hearing from you. Yes, and please... Leave a review on iTunes, even if you just do the quick five-star deal. That really helps the show and the rankings so people can actually find us Tell on us Apple Podcasts. Tell us how much you love us. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Disney Dependent.
See you real soon. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WR Hatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week.